So welcome to In3 Talks. Uh, this is In3 Talks 8, if I'm not mistaken, because yes, the 7th one season is two, yes. Season 2, episode 8. Yes, yes, yes. So welcome uh, today uh, again, Aaron, of course, Aaron Saunders. And then today we have Jennifer Ukegu. Um, Jennifer Ukegu is the person so, with the participant. No, it's, it is Ukegu, right? Ukegu? Ukegu, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, you yeah. forgot the B. <laughs> Oh, it's okay, okay, So gonna, I'm gonna be. I've been butchering names. Listen, did they butcher my name? Okay, I have Rahel Gitachi. Okay, like it's like a show. I don't even. And, hard. Yes. I don't even say the Z part. I just. I just <laughs> That's right. So I'm just like let's butcher each other's name. It's okay. But you know, with with respect, I you know I don't mean to butcher your name, but um. So yeah, so uh, she won yesterday. Uh, you know, she uh, we had 14 participants with under uh, the Inclusive Innovation Labs cohort 2020. Uh, she came. She the the audience voted uh, top three, and she was the judges uh, voted for her. Uh, majority vote went for uh, Jennifer. So welcome today, and so okay. we're, you're gonna do a takeover to a certain degree of uh, in three talks. So do you want to say a couple of words that you hadn't had a chance to say yesterday about your win? <laughs> um, well, first start for every, well, first, just for everyone, just kind of give like the quick, like 60 second wignation, like so that everyone has some context. Okay. Um, so this is like, I'm trying to keep this as friendly as possible for everyone, but, uh, and less tech speak, but um, Wig Nation is using technology to help women specifically um, access high quality wigs in a very simple manner. And what that looks like for us is using um, artificial intelligence and also facial recognition technology to one, get women the best wig style for them. And then number two, connect them with wig vendors who are for us three distinct classes. Number one, individuals with no brick and mortar store. Number two, wig shops with a brick and mortar, obviously the shops. And then number three, beauty supplies um, and beauty supply stores. Um, and then allowing those women to connect directly with those vendors, look at reviews and ratings, and then select from there, either from their inventory or actually select a custom um, wig order. And then for the vendor, we want them to actually match with users who actually um, want the wigs that they make instead of them just posting here and there and everywhere or not even having a site at all to post. That's a brief uh, synopsis of Wig Nation, the briefest synopsis of Wig Nation. <laughs> No, Lovely. Very good, very good. So your thank you note. So in terms of you won, let's applaud. Give us some uh, some message, please. Uh, well, first I'd like to thank both of you. Number one for the opportunity to be in N three Labs. I think this was like amazing. Um, I really feel like everyone should do this live first before they venture off into anything because you guys really, really forced me and the others in the cohort to think about what exactly you're building. What is the problem? And then what is your solution? And then who are you targeting? How does this kind of work and function? Um, that like was my favorite class ever was the Lean Canvas because I literally had to think like, yes, there's a lot of different problems obviously in hair and beauty and whatnot, but what is the specific problem that I'm solving or Wig Nation is solving? And then how am I gonna make sure that my end users actually love the solution that we have and actually use it? Um, so thank you guys for this great opportunity. Also want to thank those in the cohort who um, I got to talk with. A bunch of us actually have a text thread because we're all local in the DC area. 
DC area, DMV. Um, so we were practicing together our pitches. We were asking questions. We were sharing, you know, documents with each other when we would complete them. Um, so they really helped me make, you know, they helped me get better and I hope I helped them get better. Um, beyond that, I'd like to thank um, several people who are actually advisors or like mentors to me. Um, I don't want to name them because it's just too much. Um, they actually have helped me along the way some as early as like two years ago when I started Wig Nation or it, the idea kind of came to mind. Um, and they've been with me every step away through like nothing um, till now. So I want to thank all those people. Um, and then of course, just thank the couple of hundred users that we have already or excited women that we have already um, for be believing in me and getting excited for Wig Nation. So. Those are my thank yous. What's the URL for? Do you have a website up yet? Oh, you're breaking up. You have a, your website. I do have a website. Um, I've hidden it for now because I'm trying to perfect it. Um, the initial launch of it, um, it didn't do what I needed it to do. Um, so as of now, it's not indexed on Google or any of the search engines, and it's only private. So I have to give people obviously the permission to see it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, let me ask a, a few questions. Uh, and thank you, uh, Jennifer. I think uh, one, uh, just a good segue to, to ask Aaron. Um, when, when you started, when you thought about uh, launching the Inclusive Innovation Lab, uh, was it exactly for the re reasons why Jennifer just uh, expressed in terms of the impact you're having, the confidence yeah, I mean, and the, the structure? There are a couple of things, and I think the most important um, benefit that came out of this and what she said and we, we see often is you know we we personally believe that to achieve this eh, to achieve the success that we want to find with diverse entrepreneurs we have to build an ecosystem to support them right and so when we hear stories like you saying hey we created a separate chat group with other folks that were in the uh, cohort and we kind of work together and we practice together that's a manifestation of building the ecosystem, right? It's connecting folks that are um, look like each other, uh, have similar challenges in starting a business, and want to kind of create a safe space for them to kind of say, "Hey, I don't know what I'm doing," or "Hey, can you take can you take a look at what I've done and give me some feedback on it?" and feel like that feedback is coming from a good place, right? Yeah. And you get that when you have a community to work in, and you get that when you have an ecosystem. So anything that we can do to contribute creating that group for you that safe space for you to kind of work within and grow and build your confidence to be successful means that we have been successful with IM3. Great, lovely. In terms of uh, Jennifer, uh, what made you think of the, uh, registering for the Inclusive Innovation Lab? What, is, what got you there? How did you hear about it? I know Erin uh, is a big man, you know, let's send newsletter, let's announce, let's get to the core of the, the uh, the community. So I want to know how did you hear about the Inclusive Innovation Lab, and um, how did how did where, where did you find the confidence to say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go register for that. Um, so I actually found out about the lab like two years ago. Um, I was just on Google perusing, and I was like, oh, this this looks nice, um, but I didn't think I qualified. Number one, because I don't live in DC. And number two, because the lab sits on Howard's campus are very close by, I thought that you had to be a Howard student. And I'm a Terp. I went to Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's, on, that's kind of on us that we need to fix that narrative, right? Yeah. Because there's probably more entrepreneurs like yourself who think that, hey, I'm not in DC and hey, I don't go to Howard, so this isn't for me. 
yeah, that's, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, well, this isn't mm. for me. Cool. And then a friend of mine had mentioned earlier this year that she did the Glow and Grow series mm-hmm. that you guys had. And she mm-hmm. was like, oh my God, it's amazing. You know, um, look out for the next one. And so I went on the website and I'm like, I think the next one already happened. Like what, what, what else do they have? And then she, um, she actually uh, connected me with your sister, Erin, who mm. um, mentioned the lab, like, oh, no, it's coming this summer. You should apply. It'll be great for you. And I'm like, I'm not a DC resident, but that's okay. okay. Um, so then I just applied. I was like, well, it doesn't hurt. Like, and it's going to be virtual, mm. which is perfect. Great. Um, so I applied. And then I told my friend Easy about it. So Easy and I friends. Um, mm. I told him about it. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, perfect, perfect. Like, at least I have someone else that's like, we can lean on each other and help each oh, other yeah. through this. So that's good. I mean, that's the that's the community ecosystem building part. I mean, I mean to be frank, I mean to me, this is about we'll say black and under resourced yeah. entrepreneurs, technologists, creatives, underrepresented. You know, finding each other to do cool shit, right? Yeah. And to support each other, like you say, to kind of lean on each other to kind of say, yo, you can do this, you can do this. All right, man, I got you, I got you. Let's get through this together. I mean, that's what this is about. And and finding more of us, because there's more of us out there, I personally believe, just waiting to find the place where they fit in, right? And, you know, so that's cool. And that's why, you know, it's even better to hear you say it, because I've been screaming it and saying it, you know, but they're like, well, you just say that because you're trying to get paid, right? But if if somebody else who's actually experiencing it and going through it and seeing the benefits as it, then maybe folks will say, yeah, yeah, that's real. Let me me check that out. Yeah. So in terms uh, of, oh, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, go ahead. I can hear you. Oh, you froze for a second on our side, right, Erin? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jennifer. Oh, I was going to say, no, I'm very happy that I did it. Very happy. Okay. Okay. Uh, So, so just just a little background, like, how long have you been on this journey? Uh, Okay, so the idea of Wignation, my life, I say my life, Um, the idea of Wignation, (laughs) I think, probably... I want to say about high school was when I knew, Ooh. like, okay. So that, so that was like six, seven years ago? <sighs> yeah, I'm still young. Not that young. Um, so high school, I think, was when I realized or when I noticed that the space of beauty and specifically hair is very white and white male or Asian dominated. Mm. And so here I am, a black woman walking into a beauty supply store, picking up hair, picking up products that honestly weren't made by people who look like me or people who honestly even know anything about my hair. And so I'm like, oh, that's the change. It has to change. And then because I really love numbers, just digging into the numbers a bit, I realized how big this market is in terms of hair, like billions flowing all around that once again, black women and then people of color don't really have a part in besides either being an owner of a salon or making a product and even that's just a small percentage of it or consuming um, so, it yeah or consuming it that's actually all we do like we consume mm-hmm. the most and we actually own the least mm-hmm. and so i think that got me to think well how can i change that Um, I didn't exactly know what I knew I didn't want to sell hair I knew I didn't want to hold a physical product 
partly because as a black woman, I felt like if I hold a physical product, I'm going to be relegated to one specific niche, which is, oh, you're just another beauty guru person. That's not what I am. Um, And then I think as I began college, obviously, after college, I'm like, no, really, something needs to change. And how do we use technology to do this thing? Um, I specifically thought about wigs because I kept hearing my friends ask me the same question. Where do you get your wigs from? Um, And can they make them for me? Um, So my collection of wigs, I say collection because I have a bunch. (laughs) um, It came from my cousin. Um, My cousin was wearing wigs when I was in undergrad and they always looked good. So when I wanted to wear, when I went to her house and she at the time was in grad school, I just had some extra time. So she started watching YouTube videos and making them. And so I went to her house and she gave me all the wigs she bought because she didn't need them. And then a couple that she started making. And so when I would go places, people would say, oh my God, I love your hair. Like who made this wig? And I'm like, it's my cousin that made it. And I'm like, she can't make anything for you because she's no longer in grad school and she does not have that kind of time. Um, And when I would try to suggest like, hey, you can go to this person, I would really hesitate. Like, I would be like, I, you should not go to that person because they're not that good. And actually they charge too much money and and they're going to frustrate you with their bad customer service. Um, So I think you should just either buy one in the store or just, you know, just go do something else. And I felt bad, like, this is so stupid. Like, I should be proud to recommend anybody to a friend of mine like it shouldn't be this thing where I'm like well the customer service is pretty bad so I don't really think and I think that was the genesis okay how do we change this okay well what's out there currently okay well everyone looks at Instagram to find a wig maker that's stupid there's so many accounts on Instagram like that's a waste of my time um also how do I validate that this person's pictures are really their pictures I don't know that um also how do I validate that the comments are really you know coming from um honest you know customers i don't know that okay well how can we fix that hey okay well wig nation can fix that okay here's how we do that okay well how do we help the other people who are overwhelmed with trying to figure out what wig works for them and that idea came from two of my friends who are mothers and experienced postpartum shedding and they've never worn a wig and they're like we don't know where to start we also have children and we do not have hours to do this and i was like, okay they don't have hours. Okay, what about the people who this is their first time? They don't even know what they don't know. Okay, how do we help them? Okay, well, if we use a computer system to help them figure out what style works, then when they do select a style, they should be more empowered when they go into the store to actually purchase. Okay, well, how do they know what store they should be going into? Okay, um, because not every store carries the wigs that they need. Like, this was the process that I was through like oh well it should do this then because they need to do this and this needs to be fixed um and that kind of brought me to IN3 um I'm like all right I think Wig Nation can do this but I think Rahel really pulled it out of me when you know we had our office hours and she's like okay just talk to me about what you see as a problem in the wig space and I was like okay well this is what's happening currently users are going here there and everywhere and they don't even know what they don't know Okay, like she kept asking me questions like, oh, this is exactly what Wig Nation is. We do this for the user, we do this for the vendor. We bring them together, everyone's problem is solved. I got you, very cool. So let's let's talk about the tech side because I think what's the added value into and the value proposition of your solution is actually the tech, right? Um, indeed, I, I unquestionably connecting vendor to user is, 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 is important, which is vetted and selected. 
So because Aaron is a tech guru and, and he can easily map out what the tech is, is about, um, and Aaron, you chime in into this in terms of her tech, her tech solution. Uh, because now she's becoming not just tech enabled, she's actually a tech company now. Yes, yeah, she's a tech platform. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk about the tech and how the tech, uh, how do you foresee the tech manifesting? And what do you see in terms of the solutions and features that could be implemented within the MVPs? Me? This is me talking now? Yes, that's you talking. And then uh, I want her to, to chime in on that. Afterwards. Well, part of it was, um, you know, when I was looking for the website to try and see like what what are you doing to build your online presence um, and then to start to aggregate whatever attraction you have, either it's purchases, purchases, transactions, um, interactions and comments, um, mailing lists, like whatever, so that, you know, as you start to move to the next level to try to get funding to kind of pay for this, you know, people want to hear some numbers, right? Like, I think one of the reasons that why, why the judges responded well to you is how you clearly articulated the size of the market, yeah. right? I mean, because that's what people want to know. Like, is this just some side shit? No, excuse me. Can I say shit? Yeah, I can say, it's my talk. I need some shit. Yeah. Is this like <laughs> some, is, is this like just some like little niche, niche market that yeah. is just something that, you know, because, you know, black people always talk about that. Hey, this can't be mm -hmm. a big deal, right? Yeah. So but when you drop the big numbers, you know, it made people sit up and say, oh, so this is some real shit. Like there's some real money that can be made here. So now let me see what you've got to offer, right? And so the question now is like, how do we take that from anecdotes of the size of the market to kind of start to demonstrate what part of it you have access to? Yeah. Like I said, either through building out your mailing list, um, active users on your website, you know, comments on posts on your website, vendors that you have interacted. Like to me, like that's the, the real next step is to start to be able, not necessarily, you know, to have a bunch of sales, but just to be able to say, the size of my community is X. And I believe I can get it to Y by this amount of time. And then you can start to extrapolate, you know, on, on however you define the different types of monetization that you're gonna get out of the individuals on your platform. Then you can start to forecast percentages around that. And then it will clearly articulate the growth. Because the point is like, you don't want to fund all this development yourself, right? So, <laughs> so you need, right? So the go, so we need, we need to kind of, you know, build out that community, consolidate that process that you mentioned in your, um, in your pitch about how, you know, you see something on Twitter, then you go to Instagram, look at pictures, then you go to Facebook, you look at the pictures, but there's like no one place where that experience can be held. And like, Wig Nation is the space. And it's a space because I have X thousands of users on my platform, X thousands of people interacting every daily, you know, N percent of those people are making transactions. And then we start to kind of tell the narrative in a way that people can, can then at that point connect the dollars to your platform. Correct. Do you have, uh, do you want to chime in and, and, and elaborate a little bit? Is that what your thought processes are in terms of the, um, because you said you have already some traction to a certain degree, right? Talk, talk to us a little bit about that. And why have you decided to uh, make your website private? And how have you, how have you been engaging um, your community or in terms of building your community so far? Yeah, so I made the website private because um, I bought a theme that mimics Yelp um, and kind of, well, I tweaked it to fit Wig Nation. But the biggest problem is there's no incentive for users to stay on there. So 
users would get on and find the wig makers they wanted and then they just get all their information and leave and i couldn't really figure out a way to lock it or create a profile where they could actually say oh now i have to give you an email address so i did all that physically right so like earlier in may um, i did a virtual pitch party and picked up about 200 women um, and i picked them up from this virtual pitch party which was literally what I did yesterday, just talking to users. And I went through, here's the problem, here's our solution, here's how you can help, here's how you can donate. I actually, you know, did it like a fundraising sort of thing, because I was like, well, I mean, it's not gonna pay for this out. Um, and that allowed- It hurt to ask. It did not hurt to ask, I got a couple <laughs> of um, But that allowed like people to get interested and people to say, okay, well, I at least want to know like what you're doing. I at least want to know how I can kind of support you and keep in contact. Um, and then on the other side, I also got interns um, to help kind of start to do the manual processes. So I had a couple of the interns go through and say, all right, what would be the best like thing right now for a wig maker and who can we target okay well let's target someone on instagram who has less than a thousand followers and less than like 10 likes because they're not getting engagement and if they're not getting engagement they're probably not getting sales and if they're not getting sales they're wasting their time cool so we have a list of about 200 in the u.s and then another 100 or so in africa because that's honestly my goal is to tackle africa because i'm nigerian and hair is everything there mm. um Everything. everything. Oh, it's, definitely. Everything. Not just in Nigeria. Like, oh. everything. <laughs> it's everything. Like, yeah. you, how you know this? Yeah. Um, here in Africa is. I'm, I'm just the de facto person who just, you know, just, just, just puts just, it on a button and keeps on going. Wraps and goes. Yeah, you know. Don't worry about how. We'll get you together. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. but I did that with the intention. Okay, we're gonna contact these men and say, hey, listen, I I wanna. I want to actually get you sales. That's what you want. That's why you're making wigs. You're not making wigs for fun. You make them for a business. Come on, Wig Nation. Spend a couple of dollars and let's see if we can turn your wigs over. Great. Ooh. And then for the users, um, I just continue to build like one-on-one. -on -one, like, okay, well, give me your email and then we'll just kind of figure out what we can do. Or, or I started with my friends. Okay, you said you have no edges. How about you try this wig? Because if you have to glue it down like it's it's not gonna be good for you and so that one-on-one -on -one personal consultation allows me to say okay well this was good for her what would that look like if we had x amount of thousand users i obviously can't scale myself but okay the computer would do that okay well what does a woman or a user need okay they probably need some pictures to kind of show them you know what it would look like on them or what a lace front looks like versus a frontal versus whatever um, so those are the parts that I'm trying to piece together. So let me ask you a question. So where is that now? It's on, it's on my Google Drive. So there's video content of this on your Google Drive? There's not video content, which is something that we're going to do. Um, we have, we're, we're gathering blogging content right now. Like we're making our own blogging content, yeah. um, but that's just on my Google Drive. So let me, let me just get on that, just be real quick. Like, what are you waiting for? Um, You're I, trying to make it perfect. Not perfect. I just want to make it excellent. I, I, no, 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 no. You, after this, after this, go back and watch my very first entry talk. You're going to be like, this shit is raggedy. <laughs> right? But, but actually. But my hair is the same. People actually, yes, it is. <laughs> but actually, people listened to it. And people yeah. are still listening to it.
right? Because it's content and it's out there and it creates engagement, right? Mm -hmm. Even me just listening to you talk now is engagement. Like yeah. you talking about the things with the, the front end shit and the edges and all that other shit, <laughs> right? Like there's people who have, who want that knowledge and there's, they, they can't find it. And even if you just start putting snippets of that on Wig Nation, it's a reason for people to come back to your site. Like you mm -hmm. said before, why, why they come get they want to leave. But if you are starting to put content there instead of on your Google Drive, there's a reason for people to come back, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you need to quickly start to figure out how to get some content on the site to engage people. That's one. There's two, like why aren't you selling, you know, when you get these Instagram folks, when you get them over to your site, why aren't you selling this shit? Oh, we're going to do that. But why aren't you doing that now? Meaning um, becoming an e-commerce platform? Yeah. I mean, like, no, what, what's your platform? What platform are you using right now? WordPress. Um, WordPress and then Envato was the theme that I purchased. I purchased. Right, so, like, I am 99% certain that WordPress has an e-commerce plugin for you to just yeah. plug it in and have a shopping cart with payment already yeah. integrated. Even if you have to kind of manually box it and ship it off, you got interns, right? I do. So I guess the thing is, it obviously was going to be e-commerce. E um, I didn't want to touch any physical product myself. Mm. Yeah. So how will you, so help me understand how you convince someone who's on Instagram, who has a small number of followers, is unable to move the product. You convince them to come over to your platform. Like how does the pro how does the product get moved? I wanted them to do it themselves. So then what are yeah. they, I mean, it, you can still pull it off, but you know, Rahelix likes just something that she wants to say. Um, may, maybe they don't know how, like, how do you get them comfortable doing it themselves? And for them to then understand the value that you're providing for them. So, so Alyssa, she's nervous, but she already has that answer because we went through that at some point. We did. Yes. We did. Well, so I think, I think this is me thinking about the amazing Wig Nation platform and not like the pieces I have together to put. Um, so if I'm putting the pieces together, I'm like, I guess I would have, it would be more beneficial for me to do that for them. Initially. Initially. Right. Full build out. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you're right. Cause I, you're right. But the, the, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is, let's be real black. You know, the, what we need to demonstrate to get people interested is a higher bar. Yeah. Right. So the longer shit sitting on your Google Drive, right, the longer it's going to take for you to reach that higher bar to get people on board. But so, pause on that. So let me. Let me so, 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 I, I think it's it's uh, perhaps. Um, so Jennifer's product was to aggregate all these vendors that are already mm -hmm. selling wigs. Mm -hmm. uh, if they have very little engagement, to tell them to come on Wig Nation, mm -hmm. and then drive consumers, users directly to purchase. So she needs to integrate. She needs to incite the vendors to create their own uh, shop on her platform. Correct. Okay. All right. So I'm, instead I'm of just for the moving... hard part, I'm waiting for you to tell me the hard part. No, no, no. There's no hard <laughs> part, but I think that's what she's not doing that she hasn't done. And so You're I'm right, agreeing right? with you. And I think in terms of where she she needs to be now, and exactly what Erin is saying is like, why aren't you not doing that, right? You can be just creating your e-commerce, get them to create their shop online. You already have at least 200 users that are ready to purchase. 
and then you keep on growing with the knowledge that you have in the marketing and the, 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 the outreach. And put some doing. of your content on there too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably this weekend. Stop waiting. That's what basically we're both saying. Yeah. Blog post. Because, I mean, because it's a much more compelling, like the, honestly, the first thing I did was I looked for a Wood Nation website. Yeah. Like and I can guarantee you when we drop this, that's the first thing that people are going to do. They're going right. to look for your website. And so if you do nothing else than put up a page that says, hey, recently won in three uh, labs, pitch competition, website coming soon, enter your email address if you want to get updated. That's better than what you have now. Oh, um, I can definitely do that like in five minutes. I... Yeah, so you should, I mean, I think at a minimum you should do that. Get a nice photo of yourself up there, smiling, happy, talking about what nation that you want. Website coming soon. Subscribe here for more information. And if you want to even be more specific, you can say, just say what type. Are you a vendor? Are you are you a customer? Are you whatever? So that you can start to kind of categorize the mail list already, and you know, start to get engagement. Yeah, that can be done. Um, I essentially use the pitch party website as a landing page. So, what has been your challenge in? Uh, so, going back to Aaron's uh, comment in terms of what made you. Uh, what what has been uh, 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 what has been holding you for you not to have launched a website? So going back to my initial question, which is why do you have a locked website? Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, just wanting it to be more excellent and more yeah, some would say perfect. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, yeah, because when I had it up, I'd get like okay, a couple of views, but it's like okay, they're coming, they're looking, they're leaving. Okay, well, how do I fix that? Um, and I guess because my idea of fixing that was okay. Well, we need to fully build. Okay, I got, we got to change everything. Um, I was like, well, this can't be crappy and online. Um, but now I'm like, okay, let me just use this as more of a landing page, which is the virtual pitch party website, which is wignationparty.com, um, <laughs> and then um, and then just use the actual site to fix that up as best as I can and keep them. Moving. I mean, even if even if all you did was just post a video, you talk about what Wig Nation is. Wait, what did you content. say? Even if there was just a video, you telling what Wig Nation is and why you're doing Wig Nation, it's a content. It's content. People would be engaged by that. Even if like every other day you did like a short Instagram video on your journey as an entrepreneur, something that you learned today about about wigs, about the industry, it's content that people will keep the coming back for, and you're increasing engagement. So I have a question for you about that. Um, I don't want to be the face of Wig Nation necessarily, although that's hard because it and I are one of the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> Somebody has You're, the same problem at some point. You are you are only going to get money if someone fucking likes you. Yeah. I mean, right? So you're in, at least in the beginning, you're going to have to be the face. <sighs> that's, I, I, don't feel bad. That's the way I felt too. Yeah, that's it's just like, uh, I have yeah. to be the face. Like, do I really have to be the face? In the beginning, you do because um, people are only going to engage if they like you. Yeah, and you're the founder, right? You're the founder and you're the executive uh, officer for the first uh, year yeah. of your business. Uh, you know, only big firms when uh, they start hiring brand ambassadors or um, spokespeople is when they have a certain level of revenue. You know, you get to five million perhaps, and then if you want to have just volunteers as brand ambassadors, you can, which are your people that are gonna generate a lot of more customers. But whether you like it or not, the more pitches you do, people will associate Wig Nation with you. And there's nothing wrong with you being the face of that business, right? It's, it's just awkward. 
it's 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 I'm I'm getting over it, Aaron. I know God, you made that miss. I'm getting over it. Initially, no. I mean, I hated it too. I hated it for the longest time. I still I'm still not very comfortable with it. Yeah, it's just like oh, I I am Wig Nation. It is me. Okay, ugh. okay, 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 okay. But I'll do. But it. I mean, it's it's. I mean, this is one of the things that Rahel told me, and you know, it's like the. I have a lot of knowledge in my head on computers and business and entrepreneurship and all this other stuff. I learned about it. The way we started in three talks was that for hell that I would just sit and talk about random things around tech entrepreneurship, like for hours on end about stuff. She's like, you know, you should do a podcast. I'm like, nah, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> but eventually she just, one time we were about to do our normal conversation. She's like, look, I'm just going to record this. And she just started recording it. And then what I found was like, people actually gave a shit about what I had to say. I mean, that's, and, and in the end, you will find it encouraging and it will also help confirm that you are on the right path and that you have something. Like when you're putting, talking about even just some of the things you spoke about here and you're putting this content up and, and people are actually coming back to the website, looking and watching your content, it confirms that A, you're doing the right thing, makes you feel better about what you're doing and encourages other people to, who want to become part of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot more upside than downside. Yes. 